Welcome to RBE Montessori, the podcast about right brain education, multilingualism, and Montessori. I'm the founder of www.rbemontessori.com and Instagram Montessori and Beyond. This is episode number one. Today, we're taking an in-depth look at raising a child immersed in seven languages. Yes, you heard that right. My guest today is a fellow Instagram mom, Iga, who's created an amazing multilingual environment for her daughter, Bella. Hi, Iga. Could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, hi, Rima. Thank you for actually having me. So, hi, My everyone. Pleasure. Thank you. So, I'm... Um, I'm actually a mom of almost three-year-old Bella, and I'm originally coming from Poland, but I've been I've been living in the UK for the last 12 years. I came to the UK when I was 18. I, I came here to study. I came to Scotland to study finance, and I've done my undergrad and then postgrad studies. And then I moved in with my husband, uh, to England for last six years we've been living in England that's so interesting so your background is in finance but uh your hobby is educating your child Bella correct yeah it actually became my hobby yes okay that's that's amazing so this is our topic today because uh this is precisely how we came across each other's profile on Instagram because you know you're you've immersed Bella in this seven language environment. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that? It, it sounds really amazing and almost impossible to raise a child that way. How are you doing it? So uh, so we started as, because me and my husband, we're a mixed family. So mm -hmm. we started to introducing, actually Bella was introduced to three languages since she was born. Okay. And then when she was about 11 months old, we've noticed that she actually could respond or understand all of our languages, which is Polish, I'm Polish, mm -hmm. Bulgarian and English. So then wow. when she was 11 months old, I've decided to introduce, start introducing more languages. And that was okay. our little breakthrough in our the languages adventure. So then I started to look on internet mm -hmm. for some inspiration. And I found famous Bella. Actually, that's a coincidence that her name is Bella. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Russian mom, that uh, her name was Yulia. I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, Yulia Deviatkina. And she oh, and I, I'm so sorry to interject. You're referring to um, Bella, the polyglot who was featured yeah. on different yeah. YouTube videos who speaks yeah, many yeah. languages. Okay, okay. So that, that was that Bella. So I started mm -hmm. actually, I added the mom on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I watched all her interviews and I that was actually how I got inspired. How, but actually it, it was funny because she was doing Doman Method as well. Okay, so let's take a step back. Um, so you said you, you first started with Polish, Bulgarian and English. Yes, and you was, said... Correct. And and you said that's what prompted you to add many more. So what was this breakthrough result that you were referring to? What did you see in Bella that made you think to yourself, okay, I'm going to add more languages into our daily routine? Yeah, so basically me and my husband, we couldn't actually believe that she can, she understands them. 
mm-hmm. because we were both coming from one language families. Correct. I was raised in Poland. My husband was raised in Bulgaria. And I just couldn't believe that she can so effortlessly learn or, or actually more like absorb languages. So, so did you like notice a particular situation when she responded to you in all languages? What was it that uh, made you notice she, that? Yeah, she could understand, even though because that time my husband was working away mm-hmm. and he was coming home only for weekends. Okay. So, and Bella could understand everything he was talking to her in Bulgarian. Oh, and wow. I couldn't, and she was actually, she, the funny bit is that she was, she started, her first words were in Bulgarian. Wow. Okay. Yes. Even though she got the least exposure in that way. Yes. Oh, wow. And that was, that was just bizarre. But wow. I think my theory is that because my husband's family lives in the UK, I think she maybe associated, I don't know, maybe it was too many of them, more than it was just me speaking Polish and it was more people speaking Bulgarian in our household. I have no idea. Okay. That's so, really interesting. Okay. So so what was the next language that you added to your routine? Yeah. So when Bella was about just roughly about one year old, mm-hmm. I started to, I started myself speaking to her in German. Mm-hmm. And I, I, because I used, um, I used to learn German. Okay. And I love that language. So I wanted to actually talk to, but teach Bella, but I also wanted myself to refresh some German. Okay. So let me get this straight because that in itself is really amazing. Uh, I think all of us had learned some language in the past that, you know, we just gave up on as adults. Yes. Uh, but you are saying that you knew some German, then decided to study uh, this language yourself as you are teaching your child, yes. correct? Okay. Because yes, my German, when I started to talk to Bella, was, uh, was on B2 level. So it's not it's not advanced. So that's intermediate, correct? But, but yeah, okay. that's intermediate. Okay, okay. And then at which point did you decide? Okay, she needs more exposure to more languages. She needs <laughs> she needs to yeah. know more. So when she was about a year and a half, mm-hmm. I started to introduce Spanish only because I had I was learning Spanish as well. Wow. Okay. So we started to. Uh, introduced Spanish and when she turned two she started to have to have the Spanish play dates with the native when native speaker okay yeah, native speaker when she was about two years old okay and then when she was two years old and one month uh, I asked my mother-in-law because she's uh, she's a Russian teacher okay to start having play dates in Russian with Bella so we wow. already had six languages and then when she was two and a half, mm-hmm. we I started to I signed her for the Mandarin uh, Sunday school, which and, she recently uh-huh. started. I I, we, I I did see the post on the Mandarin Chinese uh, weekend school that um, yeah. you're actually attending with Bella, correct? Yes, because she's the youngest one. Okay, she's the youngest in the class, and the teacher said that I can. I can attend. So she needs some parental assistance. Okay. Um, Okay, so let me um, ask you this. You did mention something about a Doman method. Is this a method that you're using in supporting this multilingual environment? Yes. Could you tell us more about that? So um, since Bella was born, I was actually using Doman method to teach Bella uh, reading Mm -hmm. in all our languages, but primarily in Polish and English. 
And how does that work? How do you teach a baby how to read? And obviously, you know, I am implementing the same methods, but for the purpose of, you know, just informing the listeners and explaining how everything works. If you don't mind, just walking us through the steps. Okay. So, yeah, I was the first for, I'm going to skip the visual training. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to focus on language. So I was... uh, I was showing Bella just basically Doman methods is based on showing whole words mm-hmm. instead of teaching kids alphabet. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is about maths. You don't show numbers, you teach kids, you, you introduce quantities to kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm using actually Doman method to um, introduce all our languages so Bella can learn how to read and learn the meaning of the word in the same exactly the same time okay uh, so so obviously this involves um flashing the words correct yes or what what type of medium are you using to introduce the words are you writing it down on paper are you using a computer could you tell us more about that oh i was using everything i was buying flashcards i was preparing flashcards myself then i, I would show them on on a computer that sounds Every, like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. We have like over, I don't know, 2,000 flashcards at home, even maybe more. That's a lot. Okay. Um, did you at any point could tell that uh, Bella started reading in any of those languages or was um, was Domin method primarily for uh, speaking out words? Could you tell us more about that? Yeah, so um, Bella, when she was about one year one year and 10 months old, mm-hmm. she showed me, and I have it on my Instagram, that she could read the words in German. Okay. And then she could, I think, maybe, I don't remember now, but weeks after she showed me that she could uh, read Polish books, I showed her as well. Mm-hmm. And she has sometimes, she's sometimes showing me that she can understand words, but she... Uh, Recently, she hasn't actually was able... She's not reading independently, but mm-hmm. she can recognize some words. How did that feel? Oh, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Because all my hard job and my hard work is paying off. Uh, obviously. And I can't even... You know, I'm... <laughs> pretty much speechless i know how much work you have to put into preparing all these cards 2000 cards is a lot of work um definitely yeah it is it is fun i do enjoy actually doing it and it's very addictive uh of course um you know i do follow your instagram and i do see that this is your way of having fun with bella um it does it let me ask you this does it ever feel like educating in a traditional sense that people understand when you know uh they they think of educating as in in a traditional classroom setting sitting behind the desk does it ever feel like that your language no no that everything i do with bella has to be fun and has to be enjoyable for her otherwise she won't do it she's too active because she's very hyper so all our play dates are they have to be fun and they have to be very um I don't know, very, every, every week we do something different so she doesn't get bored. And, and I think this brings me to the next point because you recently started um, implementing a little bit of, you know, Montessori philosophy. I did see uh, some toys on your Instagram and I do see that 
your language playdates are very um, uh, focused on the uh, multi-senses, correct? Not only just seeing yeah. the words and hearing the words, you do have a lot of different games where Bella is touching things and interacting with the languages, correct? Yes. Yes, it's only because Bella is very active, but I do believe that Doman method makes kids being eager to learn or get bored easily. So where do you get this creativity from to plan all these lessons and games and languages? Um, I don't know. It's just I'm constantly searching and browsing internet to buy new toys or buy new books for Bella because that's how we spend our free time together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know how to explain it. I, I mean, you clearly have this drive because I, you know, um, I do very similar things with my son, but even myself looking at what you're doing in your videos, I, I'm just always so amazed. Like, how do you find time to plan all these activities? And like you said, your child's very active too. Yeah, no, most of the activities I do it on the spot. It's just I grab something we have I already bought. That's what I wrote to you once that I always buy in advance. Mm-hmm. So I have lots of materials for our play dates, teachers. So Bella can just grab and play with them. That that sounds really great. Um, and, you know, just talking about all this and you mentioned having a family in the UK, um, do they know anything about the environment in which Bella is growing up? Have you had any positive, negative reactions from them? What d- does your family say about this? No, my family is actually very supportive. That Obviously, is actually great to hear. But mm-hmm. they, they, maybe they became more supportive when they actually seen the results of Bella's mm-hmm. language adventure. I'm sorry no no that's fine my mother-in-law she's a teacher so Mm -hmm. she does enjoy teaching Bella or playing with her and yes it's rewarding when we can see the results Um, most definitely and I think a teaching background helps a lot Um, and, and this is something that I get asked a lot myself you know, whether I'm a teacher, I think everybody assumes that, you know, where, where does this driving creativity comes from? Oh, you got to be a teacher. But I think it's so interesting yeah. that you actually have a finance background. I, yeah, I think actually it's coming from the way I was taught at uni. Because mm-hmm. I was studying uh, finance, but along the finance had German and Spanish. And our, my teachers were horrible. And I can relate to that. And I know how to learn languages and I know how to teach them so they're enjoyable because mm-hmm. I had to learn them myself, if you know what I mean. Uh, no, of course. Uh, well, actually, to those who are listening and maybe they don't have kids, but they're in- interested in learning lang- a language um, on their own as an adult, what would you advise them to do? Oh, to maybe... Oh, I learned a lot with Bella when I bought the nursery, n- nursery rhyme books or kids' books. Mm-hmm. especially Peppa Pig because the dialogues are so simple from nowadays situations and I would recommend them just to watch kids cartoons Okay, start with subtitles so start with simple phrases and words and just go from there yeah okay well you're kind of encouraging me to, <laughs> to start somewhere yeah. and maybe pick up where I left off with Spanish <laughs>
I do recommend Peppa Pig. I know there's lots of haters of Peppa Pig, but Peppa Pig is amazing for learning languages. Okay. She's full of dialogues for kids. The dialogues are actually very correct because some of the Usborne books mm-hmm. I bought, they the just the words are so outdated, they're so so hard, and you won't have them. In the normal conversations, but Peppa Pig has those dialogues. And when you said um, Osborne books, you were referring to the um, big book dictionaries for kids you can buy on Amazon, correct? All of them, actually. All of we them. Have, we have loads of sound books with birds in German. Okay. But they're just, I don't know, it doesn't, they're not as nice to read to kids as Peppa is. Okay, so basically the, the takeaway is start somewhere simple, um, probably with phrases and words and um, just when you see the amazing results, that, that will encourage yeah. you to, to learn more. Correct? But I do, I do believe like teaching kids is totally different than teaching adults. And why is that? It's just the kids. I can see that they absorb the knowledge. Mm-hmm. or language so effortlessly the, my daughter she doesn't have to do anything mm-hmm. she just listen you just provide her teacher who just talks and plays with her in spanish let's say and she learns it straight away it's just crazy. I, i'm gonna tell you i i'm a writer um obviously my son um is much her daughter um, however, you know, when I'm noticing even the slightest results, I'm also blown away and really amazed at yeah. how fast they absorb everything. So I, yeah, I think the, yeah, I think the nice age is Bella's age now because she starts talking so you can actually see the results. And when I was with her in the Chinese school, I, I just, I was shocked. That was unbelievable how quickly those kids could learn. So Bella has only had one lesson in Mandarin Chinese. She, she had two. two okay, weekends. so she's had two lessons today. And then you did mention Instagram that she's already writing out some Chinese characters, yeah. correct? Yeah, she can already write, I think it was a cow. Okay, and, and just to clarify, you don't have anybody in your family of uh, um, a Chinese background, correct? No, no, we don't. So, but we do... Ha- we do and uh, do sometimes the monkey junior up okay so, so that was the only exposure that, that she's the had only exposure, had yeah okay well i think that only speaks for itself um with a ma- very amazing results that bella has had um wh- where do you um what what is um i i guess um your drive in terms of Bella's future? Do you think she will benefit from knowing all these languages in the future? Do you think it will help her in any way in her adult life? Oh, absolutely. I think even though perhaps she won't learn them fluently, I know she'll benefit from from those play dates. Uh, Could you give us some examples of how do you envision Bella benefiting from that? So um, maybe it's like even even improving her memory or improving her um, photographic memory. Mm-hmm. No, even and, and if she, I don't know how to. 
I, I think also, um, you know, outside of UK, you're surrounded by so many countries and so many languages. Uh, I don't think, um, you know, here in the United States, um, we are living in a very multicultural society, but um, I'm not exactly sure if you need to know multiple languages in order to get, you know, a well-paying job. But now if you, let's say, wanted to move to France or Germany yeah, in the future, yeah, that's yeah. something that's required, correct? Yeah, yeah. In that okay. instance, yes. Okay. So I think she would um greatly would benefit from that as oh, well. Yeah, she can she can do whatever she wants with those languages. Mm-hmm. That that's purely amazing. Iga, would you like to add anything from yourself in terms of um what you guys are doing? Any um any ideas maybe for parents for uh how they can do what you're doing? Anything you wanna add? Yeah, so um so how we actually play with languages, because I call them playing, mm-hmm. I think it's very important for parents to buy loads of books for kids, mm-hmm. to listen to kids' songs, to maybe learn. I, I learned so many German poems, kids' poems, that I could mm-hmm. then teach Bella or German songs. And just do the simple, fun, fun ex- um, activities for kids. Okay. Um, and, and could you recommend maybe a couple of places where parents could get um, different books in different languages? Oh, Amazon. I'm buying Amazon. Most, the best yeah, books. Amazon. Okay. I'm buying most of my books from Amazon, especially the language. Or I bought Chinese, German, and Spanish books from Amazon. Uh, that sounds great, Iga. Um, Everyone, um, Iga's Instagram is Iga underscore with underscore Bella. And uh, if you want to reach her, this is probably the best place, right, Iga? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's uh, very helpful and always answers questions. And she posts so many amazing ideas and activities. And you can track her daughter, uh, Bella's progress in learning seven languages. So again, it's Iga underscore with underscore Bella. Iga, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed our podcast episode. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you. And um, we'll stay in touch. Yeah.